0: Well, uh, good, good, uh, good evening. Good evening. Jim. Good evening. Yeah, yeah we're, we're recording early tonight, Alex. Yep, we're recording early and I'll probably be producing late. We'll see you folks on the other side <laughs> at about Thursday next well, week. Well, it's an auspicious day. What, Thursday? No, no, it's Friday. Oh, why is it auspicious? It's auspicious. Today is the start of the Wars of the Roses. Did you know that? No. Uh, Henry the Sixth and uh, gosh, what was that other guy? Yeah, name? Uh, uh, Richard Duke of New York. York. The Duke. Yeah, the Duke. He had ten thousand men. Wow! And they, they started fighting today. Today in fourteen fifty five. And you are you were there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was the guy handing out the carnations. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Red roses, get your red roses. here. white roses, cheap two for a dollar. <laughs> oh. <Whoa. laughs> No refunds. (laughs) Every rose has its thorns. Get your roses. It's also another auspicious day. We have a studio audience. I I heard that we might have a studio audience. We have um, a studio audience. I've I've got my two-week-old granddaughter sitting right here. Well, ain't that nice. We may have have to end early if I say an offensive joke. Yeah, (laughs) I'll watch my language for once. I don't know, one of the two. Uh, She's only two weeks old. She won't know what I said. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she recognizes my voice. That dirty liberal girl. Bob, make him shut up. Um <laughs> she, came, she came out of the room going, Reagan, Reagan. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, roll the music, roll the intro. Alright, let's hit the music. Alright, galley slaves. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 56 of MWMB. That's middle-aged white men complaining. Uh, about everything. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you have a line there? Um, <laughs> I'm your host, Alex Jeffries, coming to you from the center left, coming to you from the center right, Right is our co-host, Jim Martell, known to us fondly as Jim the Hammer. And Jim's granddaughter, the world's smallest conservative, ladies and gentlemen juliana juliana so here we go with another fun-filled episode of mwmb (laughs) as we approach memorial day weekend uh we'll probably say this again at the end but just to take a so a serious moment and thank all of those who serve to keep uh, our freedom uh alive and well so that we are able to engage in this ridiculousness and not fear being shot so you know, yeah, we couldn't couldn't do this stuff in the Soviet Union. No, couldn't even do it in Latvia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, you'll no. have to stop your pissing off the neighbors. <laughs> anyway. Well, what do we got tonight? I, we got a full show tonight. We have Alex. got another full slate, man. The world will just not keep being stupid long enough for us to catch a break. Yeah, speaking of stupid and monkey business. Yeah. Well, you know, the first thing I was going to talk about, the birth of Britain's royal baby was, uh, you know, cause for celebration in the UK. And it was enthusiastically greeted around the world. Surprisingly enough, even by our own Jim the Hammer, who shocked me by bringing it up. And so and, that. Uh, but one one japanese zoo might have been a little overzealous in their tribute and so we are going no. we're going to take you now the japanese went over the top you just a little to the mwmb no. newsroom and our very own jennifer Sargent.
1: in early may a baby macaque monkey was born at japan's takasayama zoo Because the young primate was the first born at the zoo this year, officials continued a tradition of allowing the public to name the infant. At about the same time, a slightly more famous primate was being born in London. And so, to celebrate the arrival of the British princess, zoo patrons decided they should have a baby Charlotte as well. The new name called forth protest from many who found it insulting that the royal baby should share its name with a monkey. The BBC reported that one local resident asked in protest, How would we feel if the London Zoo named a monkey after our princess? But zoo owners stand by the choice. We would have considered (laughs) changing the name, said zoo officials, if the royal family had protested, but they didn't.
0: (laughs) We we are not amused. amused. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, a tiny little princess charlotte and you know you know what i find funny is that the rest of the world apparently didn't give two hoots about this whole supposed controversy but the japanese were up in arms with each other you can't insult them like that <laughs> like, they were worried about the whole thing and i'm like and the british were like sure you didn't call the baby charlotte oh, we don't care <laughs> well, <laughs> All right, well, okay. What was this? A mika monkey? M- yeah, me- macaque? Macaque? A macaque oh. monkey? It's the kind. Maca- of, it's the, like Maca- the ones they do experiments on. Oh, great! And so you want to name uh, out of the crown prince? What, what's her name over there? Ma- Masako, Ma- Masako? 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 Crown? Masako the, 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 the macaque? Ma- it doesn't. Uh, you <laughs> Masako the macaque? Yeah. It sounds like a weird owl song. It sure does. <laughs> So anyway, I just thought that was a jolly holly little follow-up to our royal salute of a couple of weeks Ooh. ago. Ooh. The Japanese, the <laughs> 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 that's my other better. queen. That's my other queen impersonation. Yes, hello. <laughs> 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 anybody see what I left my high heel shoes? <laughs> oh, down, is down. Oh, right, speaking of royalty, <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of reality, we don't have a we don't have a thing from Cabbage Patch this week. No, we don't have a story from Cabbage Patch. I I called up Cabbage Patch Cafe to see when we could record uh, uh, Cabbage Patch Jeff's song this week, and I just got a message that said, "Thank you for calling the Cabbage Patch Cafe. The Garfish Room will be closed this weekend, so we can drink beer and eat catfish with our families and be thankful for our freedom. We'll see you here again next week." I think that's what dad was doing because I posted a picture of myself uh from like 19 or whatever, whatever, whatever on Facebook and he put a caption on yep this is me and my wife cat with a catfish I'm like, what? <laughs> like it had absolutely nothing to do with the picture so I think he is down in the room Behind the bar, finishing off the stock. Well, you know, it is true that, you know, everything's about catfish sooner or later. (laughs) It it all comes down to catfish. In fact, we didn't have time to go into this, but one of the stories I did not choose to follow up on this weekend was a debate in the United States Senate about catfish. Oh, oh. (laughs) Senator John McCain argued with fellow Republicans from throughout the South about whether or not we should continue to inspect catfish. It... uh uh, no. <laughs> yep, with well, everything else going uh, on the How's, Senate how's took the economy going? <laughs> What's it, exactly How's the economy going? Oh, go check the catfish No, sorry, they we gotta talk about catfish really for a couple of hours <laughs> I can hear banjos and Ned Beatty screaming in the background. <laughs> oh, not only that, but the picture they ran the new. You can, you should Google it. You look it up. You know, McCain catfish. Um, there's a picture of John McCain, and of course, he's on the floor of the Senate. He's got this giant, and I'm sure taxpayer funded giant poster of a catfish. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe he's just looking for a new nickname, you know? Now, now it could be Catfish McCabe. Catfish figure. I mean, I, I, I'm i sorry, but it just, you know, these are supposed to be like our bestest and our brightest. Why do they always have to have great big pictures to show each other? Well, this uh, here is a catfish, my fellow senators. It's a fish. It's not really a cat. Um, <laughs> we give the floor to the senator of North Dakota. I've never seen one of them in my state. I rise on the pound how can it be called a catfish if it's both a cat and a fish? <laughs> it doesn't eat whiskers. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wait a minute. She's moving. Oh, it's okay. Oh, she doesn't want to talk about catfish. She wants to talk about Putin he wants to talk about Putin his name is fun to say (laughs) it is oh Vladimir what have you done this week oh gosh yes we've had some more fun in the Baltic Republics this week I'll let Jennifer come back and tell us all about it
1: His aggressive actions have made him a target for insults in many nations which share a border with Russia. But in Latvia, Vladimir Putin is getting nailed. Literally. An artist set up a life-sized depiction of a crucified figure on a cross outside of the former KGB headquarters in Riga and invited passers-by to drive fresh nails into it. While those in charge of the exhibition say that the figure is not meant to be Putin despite its pale blue eyes and receding hairline, No, of course not. Russia has taken great offense at the installation, saying, This is bad. Unquestionably, it does not reflect a very high level of culture. The mayor of Riga said the statue proved that drugs are available in the city, and following a number of unspecified threats, the artist has removed his work. All of this takes place against a background which includes comments being made by Russian officials about the mistreatment of Russian ethnic minorities in the tiny republic. Latvia is a member of NATO.
0: You know, I gotta tell you, Alex, I've met some Latvians. Yeah. They are rabid (laughs) anti-Russian. Think. Yeah, they, but they make Ronald Reagan look like a liberal. Yeah. <laughs> well, gee, Jim, I wonder why that might be. Uh, would, it, would it happen to be like sixty years of occupation? I was going to say there is nothing like living with a Russian for sixty-five years to really clarify the opinion on look, the subject. Look who saved us! From I'd the like Nazis. you to note that the statue of not Putin is out in front of the former KGB headquarters. Well, you know, now that you mention it. I'll bet you didn't know that there was actually a bad art museum in Somerville, Massachusetts. No. It's the Museum of Bad Art. I got a feel. <laughs> yes. Yes, it, there is. I got a feeling that we can move this thing over to yeah, Massachusetts. We can, have, we can put Putin on the cross on a world tour. <laughs> but, I, 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 you know. Oh, I, just t- for T-shirts. Putin, put them across world tour <laughs> that's right Right uh, okay, the, the, the thing that drives me a little that, that's getting me a little bit you know again i said it a couple of weeks ago and i'll say it again now back in like 1932 or everything everybody was joking about that funny little guy in germany with the with the charlie chaplin mustache and then suddenly it wasn't funny anymore <laughs> And oh, I, I, uh, I love yeah. the fact that, you know, last week we get a story about the Finns being chased out of their own water, the Swedes having to put a, <laughs> put a, a, put a neon sign answer. under the, go-to under go-to the Baltic Sea. <laughs> This way, if you're gay. And now we've got Russian generals and, and high diplomats rattling their sabers about the mistreatment of ethnic minorities in Latvia. And it's like, doesn't anybody remember the rhetoric around Czechoslovakia? Has nobody read a book? It's like, wow. these German minorities in Czechoslovakia are uh. being mistreated. just <laughs> like... I'm like, uh, you know. Know, but you know, speaking of bad art, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know the the the, the check split up. It was a amiable divorce. Um, I did notice back to the bad art museum and and your and your sculpture that a the record for bad art. Well, in my opinion, bad art, modern art, was called MWMB. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, that's not, the balloon dog. It's a, a sculpture uh, out of aluminum that looks like a doggy made from a balloon and the little tight off. Uh, ready? Yeah. $58.4 million. That's not bad art, Jim. That's freaking brilliant. <laughs> if, if, a, if a balloon dog can go for $58, 59000000 how much can Putin on a cross go for you know i, I it, it's We're a good point business. yeah i you know obviously um but at, at any rate I, I wish to uh to i, I wish to congratulate latvia and and bid them that they enjoy their last few weeks of freedom because I suspect they'll be getting a new landlord soon um <laughs> i do. Yeah. The rent is due. That that's just a little frightening because they are a member of NATO and uh, I, you, you, what do you think? Are we going to stand up for them or what? I would. Well, I would too, but you know. Okay. Google, Google good looking Latvian women. <laughs> I get nothing. <laughs> Get back across the atlantic ocean and come home and pick out her own you 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 sent me an interesting uh, story from rosaman this week um yeah it has to do with polls yes it does it's <laughs> not not the polish kind but you know like actual opinion polls but uh, i guess we'll let jennifer <laughs> tell us about <laughs> it
1: A new poll conducted by Rasmussen suggests that most of the American public expects that news coverage of the upcoming election will be neither fair nor balanced. According to Rasmussen, 61% of likely U.S. voters say they do not trust the political news they are receiving. Only 23% of voters think that journalists covering the presidential election will be unbiased in their reporting. Men are more likely than women to think that the media will favor Hillary Clinton, and Democrats are more likely than Republicans to expect unbiased coverage. In a related study, Rasmussen found that while 76% of Americans believe that rich people and businesses wield too much influence in Washington, more than half of them say that the media is a bigger problem in
0: today's political no, environment. No. 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 <laughs> How much money do you think they spent to conduct <laughs> <No>. that poll? <laughs> I, you know, whatever it was, I would have given them the same answer for $10. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Citizens United and Political Reporting. Now we can spend tons of money to feed you tons of crap. That's right. Which will come up later in this broadcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. If they, yeah, Well, we'll get there later. Um, the... <laughs> I mean, if you want to know what's wrong with the media, we covered it last week with Lester Holt and his damn helicopter. We don't have enough time to cover what's wrong with the media. No, no. Um, last week, we hit pretty hard on, um, on Saudi Arabia in their bid to become... The <laughs> head of the oh, UN wait, wait, Did you see that they were advertising for executioners Like two days after we, yeah, Two you days know, after, after they it, wanted them, They put out you a You want the news, you get it first here They put out an ad for executioners <laughs> <laughs> Supply and demand, supply and demand Help wanted <laughs> Sharp sword a plus BYOS, bring your own sword That's right Oh my gosh they didn't even pay that well it's a low-level government functionary. i'm sorry the guy with the sword you got to treat better than that yeah he probably picks up a little on the side um (laughs) he does divorces (laughs) i need you to get rid of six six or twelve of my wives I'm sorry. You were you were leading. This was leading somewhere. Yes, it was. And now I'm totally off the track, but that that's that's really funny. You know, it just recurred to me, you know, like back in the, you know, you started off talking about the War of the Roses, and you know, back in those days they had the executioner, if you wanted a clean cut, you had to tip the executioner before you put your head on the block. Here's a 20. Don't ask for change. <laughs> that's right. Here's a 20. Please hit me right the first time. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, it, 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 the wages aren't good but the tips for execution are probably pretty fantastic yeah that's true please don't saw it off just one clean cut please anyway we picked on the saudis last week so we're going to go uh just across to uh israel this week and we have a fun little story there we get to pick on the israelis jennifer take it away
1: Israeli ultra-orthodox newspapers, like most other news outlets in Israel, published photos of the nation's new cabinet. However, they airbrushed the female ministers out of the picture. Among those top governmental officials who were removed, Gila Gamliel, Israel's first ever minister for gender equality.
0: oh, oh. What You know, on the off chance, heaven forbid that Bernie Sanders doesn't make it, um, because I believe he will. (laughs) But on the off chance that Hillary Clinton does get elected president of the United States, what are these people going to do when she comes for a state visit? (laughs) No. <laughs> no, mysterious unseen president <laughs> shakes hands of benjamin Netanyahu. invisible president that's right the invisible president the president who shall not be named uh is there any more uh, there is but i was going to cut it there but i can go back on if you want Oh right, now go <laughs>
1: same papers in the recent past have also removed german chancellor angela merkel former u.s secretary of state hillary clinton and media personality kim kardashian from their publications
0: all right all right well wait a minute they got a point with kim kardashian yeah that's that yeah, I, they I got I, a point I, there i, mean, I <laughs> thought the same thing she's invisible to me too yeah i yeah i wish she was invisible but unfortunately she's like vomit on the sidewalk you can't help but pay attention <laughs> What's that on my foot? Oh, it's Kim Kardashian. Oh, it's Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Another one of those Kardashians. Oh my god. Yeah, no, it's like walk down the sidewalk without stepping in one. Yeah, that's a euphemism, huh? I got a Kardashian on my shoe. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, folks. Uh, I I, I gotta go Kardashian. of absolutely nothing at all, but I do like to keep everybody updated. Did you see that the uh, Doug Hughes, the post office guy who landed his gyrocopter on the the halls of Congress is our hero. Yeah, he's a hero, says you. Uh, the government says he's facing nine and a half years in prison, despite the fact that he sent out like a dozen emails and letters. I'm going to land my helicopter on the congressional lawn next Wednesday at 12 o'clock p.m. Okay, but you know, he was arrested by the same Capitol police who left a gun in the toilet, <laughs> found by a nine-year-old. You do know that, right? Yes. Yeah. And now they have to go to. It's like they have to go to training about what to do. It's like potty training. You know, <laughs> don't Stop leave your gun in the potty. Pull up your pants, put the gun back in the holster. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the poor guy is probably going to have to go to jail. And he, he made his flight to protest the role of big money in government. Oddly enough, we talked about that before. And what he ended up doing instead was... Touching off a debate among congressional members about whether or not congressional members had spent enough money on congressional safety this year. Uh. Uh, I love America, Jim, but sometimes it's I'm sending him a cake. It's got to fire one. Yeah, it. no kidding. Oh, I can see the headlines now. <laughs> Ignored Canadian <gasps> radio co-hosts. <laughs> going to jail for busting out American anarchists. Well, I, it's in solidarity with the with the postal service because the, the postal service here is under fire because they want to do away with like home delivery. Yeah, uh, how else are you gonna get? How else are you gonna get the junk mail? Exactly. <laughs> well, they want to build like these mega mailboxes, like you know, at the end of the block, and everybody has to go scurrying down there to get them. Oh yeah, they've been talking about that here too. Yeah, well, gee, thanks. Uh, no. You know, where where I live, the nearest corner is like three kilometers away. Oh, God, I just used metric. Oh, Jimmy, what are you doing? It's <laughs> like a mile and a half away. I was going to say, a, boat, a boot, how many miles is that, it's, Jim? <laughs> it's a boot that there, you no. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I heard that you guys had gotten rid of your penny. What well, got rid of that years ago. Yeah, I, I, I just found that out recently. Somebody was pointing out in the media that each American penny costs us 1.9 cents to make. Yeah, well, we'd t- well, there's... Okay, I got. I got to tell you that people here are extremely frugal, and you know when it turned out they're spending like a, a penny point ten to make a penny. It's just not worth making pennies anymore. Matter of fact, they're thinking of doing away with a nickel. Well, you know, pennies are made out of zinc. <laughs> And we have a great zinc lobby here and they're not about, to, st- they're not but, about to stop it, it, selling here, zinc. Here, here's to- the scoop. I mean it, it's it's a convoluted not convoluted, it's, it's 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 a system that if you use your credit card yeah. and say it's three ninety eight. Yeah. Your credit card will say three ninety eight. But if you pay in cash, it's like give me four bucks. You know the heck now if it's three ninety four, then it's three dollars it's three ninety. You know, it depends where that you know halfway point is. If you're under the halfway point, oh, it's, so it's they, less. They round it so up to make the sure nearest all nickel. All your purchases are like like 82, 71, and you'll feel like you're actually making money. And use cash. You know, it just proves how much smarter Canadians are than Americans that you have to go to so much extra trouble to make them act like sheep. Yeah, but the beer's better. Yeah, you know, that's about, I mean, I do mean that as a compliment in a backhanded kind of way, but, you know, it's like, I mean, I still mean they're being stupid thinking they're getting a deal, but my gosh, an American wouldn't think that much, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You know what? They all just get on the bus and ride down the road. Yep, there you go. Speaking of which, (laughs) I think that brings us to our final story. (laughs) I'm into that now. Yeah, I know. I don't really, you know, I spent all that money on news music and I don't need it anymore. <laughs> I got you in the background singing like a little bird. The baby's been very quiet for the whole show, but every time I need a sound effect, I got the hammer in the background going... The the baby's looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> that baby's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, yeah, so I hear there's a new bus. <laughs> Jennifer! Hey Jennifer, is there a new bus? <laughs> Sorry, we can't talk to Jennifer. She's already in the can. Well then let her out. <laughs>
1: in the United Kingdom, a new speed record has been set for passenger buses. But this isn't just any multi-occupant transport vehicle. This bus is powered by crap. <laughs> More accurately, the bus runs on the gas produced by waste food and human and animal wastes. It takes about a year for five people to produce enough poo to fill the bus's gas tank. That tank will take the bus about 186 miles. In an interview with the BBC, Chief Engineer John Bickerton said,
0: We wanted to get the image of bus transport away from being dirty, smelly and slow. We're modern, and fast, at the cutting edge of innovation.
1: Yes, he really said that. From the MWNB Newsroom, I'm Jennifer Sargent.
0: (laughs) This bus could run forever if they just put Congress in it. (laughs) No. Oh was, no! Kidding. Super sonic speed. <laughs> oh my God! Could you imagine? Every we just make sure that every presidential candidate from both parties has to take one of these buses on their the national tour. Front of a picture of a cat. <laughs> Quick, Hillary! Eat some beans. We got to get to Missouri by two. Wait a minute. we just picked up speed. Oh, Bill got on the bus. <laughs> oh God! Are we, are we going to the club? <laughs> What's yeah? What's that saxophone coming from the bathroom? It runs on poo. It runs on poo. Meanwhile, as the Clinton bus is rocketing along the highway, somewhere off to the left. <laughs> my God, I think that was Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm sorry. The way they put this, it takes uh, uh, five Wait, five people. (laughs) Yeah, it takes five people one year to poop out enough poo to 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 power the bus for 186 miles. (laughs) So you have to stay in the bus for for a year (laughs) just to get home. You know, the great thing is, can you imagine what the British kids are going to have to study in their word problems for mathematics, or, or as they say over there, maths? You know, if five people poop for five years... <laughs> and one them has a constipation for three weeks... How many miles could the bus go? This is the lengths we will go to, to, to wean ourselves from foreign oil. You know, better politician poo than Saudi Arabian blood, that's what I gotta say. That's a- I'll say. And you know what? I think before I just have an aneurysm laughing at this one, we ought to do our salute. Yeah. Yeah. I think we better do our salute. And and, and Jim, I would like to propose this this week we salute the chief engineer of the number two bus project. <laughs> Where are you going? Getting on the number two. <laughs> That's not the number 2 bus. Buddy, they're all the number 2 bus now. <laughs> Chief engineer John Bickerton who was quoted in the article we just heard. Chief. I think he should be our saluté for the week. I agree. I agree. Who else? Oh, who else indeed. All right. Well, you did it last week. I will take care of it this week. And so John Bickerton for saving the environment and for putting I'm oh, sorry. Oh yeah, for what was it? Did you just say potty? Yeah, I'm afraid so. And so, Mr. John Bickerton, for doing your darnest to clean up the dirty image of mass transit, for saving the environment, and for putting the number two back in the number two bus. We here at MWMB salute you. Salute you. There's a little crescent moon on the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that would be like the Model T. You know, it has a little wooden outhouse in the back. <laughs> we should, we should, Oh, oh my God! Wait, wait, wait! It, there was, there was uh, somebody who did a fart song. A fart song on the internet? No. And it, it like went viral. Wait a minute, I gotta find this. It, it, it's real. It's real. Of course it is. Everything we say is real. Man recorded his farts. Oh, that's wonderful! Sounds like a speech by Rick Perry. And and for the for his homesick brother, <laughs> so he captured it in a beautiful song. Oh my god! <laughs> I really miss home. Could you fart into the microphone for me? He recorded a very long uh, a very long gaseous emission, and then, then they doctored it a little bit uh, and uh, turned it into into music into hopefully this <laughs> this show just this is the show that doesn't want to end let's just kill it with a stick right now Yeah, we can't get much lower than this.
1: (laughs) Do I really have to call Kim Kardashian a media personality?